Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. All right, kind of an obnoxious title, right? But it's true. I really did get into the best shape of my life in the last year. And listen, I know why you clicked on this episode. You want to know the step by step of how I did it. And trust me, I will share that in this episode today. I will share the seven pronged approach that I followed. I counted everything out. It's seven things that I did. And I'm going to share that entire plan with you detail by detail. I ended up losing 11 pounds and a bunch of inches. I couldn't believe how many inches I lost. I think it was like four in my waist alone. It was crazy. Um, In the 10 weeks leading up to my 40th birthday. So yes, I will give you that in this episode today. But I'm also going to share with you something so much more important and useful for you. And that is the journey toward discovering what the best shape of my life truly means, what it looks like. And it has nothing to do with pounds and inches and sizes and and cellulite and cottage cheese thighs and stretch marks. I learned that by loving where I'm at today, I was actually able to realize my physical body goals more quickly and more fully than I ever would have before. It's kind of mind blowing. And I'm going to share it all with you. It's like a system that I have now that works because I'm living it, living it every day. First, I want to give a shout out to my client, Crystal. She came to me and she wanted to change her body, but she also, she also wanted to change how she felt inside. Does that sound familiar? You want to change the outside, but you're really after just feeling good from the inside out every day. And what she said is, before I started working with Janie, I felt stuck in unhealthy habits and negative thinking patterns. I needed direction. I needed inspiration. I needed a blueprint from someone who has seen results in their own life. Janie helped me achieve realistic goals and timelines at my own pace. She also allowed me freedom to find my inner strength and confidence pushing me at the right moments. Crystal, I'm so proud of you. And so today in this episode, for you listening, I'm going to walk you through the how-to, the skeleton of the plan I followed to make a huge change to my body. And what Crystal did was basically a fleshed out, full-scale, six-week version of the program I'm going to skeleton out for you today. It's called the Your Best Body Challenge. And it's actually available to you right now. You may remember I offered this back in January. I had 21 amazing women sign up. They saw huge results. And I decided to make it available again because why not? It's there. 
and I want to offer it to you. It's on my site right now, shejustglows.com, if you want to just do this program and do it at your own pace. So the Your Best Body Challenge is a six-week eating and mindset program that I designed, and it's exactly what I live every day. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a trainer. Guys, I don't know anything about anything. But I am sharing in this six-week program exactly how I personally lost, for example, baby weight four times after each of my four kids and ended up getting into the best shape of my life at 40 years old. So from time to time on my Instagram, at She Just Glows, I ask you for input on topics for podcasts. And Charlie B chimed in. She said, I want to know more about this body challenge thing. So here we are. Um, And I'm not going to talk about this the whole time, but I want to tell you that it would be a disservice to you if I didn't share that the entire thing in in, in the form of daily emails, six weeks of meal plans and recipes for every single meal for every single day for six weeks is encapsulated in something I can offer you today called the Your Best Body Challenge. It also has detailed emails every single day from me. I poured my heart and soul into these emails. So much good coaching about rethinking your sleep habits, your workouts, your water consumption, stress, all of it. Everything I've used to get into the best shape of my life, workout guidance, and direct email access to me 24-7 with any of your questions about anything, and there will be a lot. Everything in the program, scheduling, substitutions, you name it. You have access to me for that. This program is $9.97, and it also includes a 45-minute Zoom session with me. So if you sign up, I wanted to offer this too. So it includes one 45-minute Zoom session with me, but if you sign up and mention this podcast episode, I want to offer you one extra Zoom session with me, one-on-one to talk about whatever you want. So it'd be a total of two Zoom sessions with me and this entire six-week program It's about a $4,000 value that I want to offer to you today for $9.97. You can sign up right now on my site if you want to. And actually, my favorite thing about it, because I know that you don't want to make five different dinners every night or even two different dinners every night, something that I have in every dinner recipe is substitutions and adaptations, add-ins for the family, for the kids, to make it more palatable for everyone. So you really are just making one dinner. So for example, I think one of them is um, these super yummy taco bowl things that I make for my family. And the add-in for the family is you add cheese, you offer tortilla chips and guac, you offer um, tortillas, they can make a burrito. So it's adaptation so that everyone can eat it. All right, anyway, got that all out of the way. Everything that you need to know about it is on shejustglows.com. So like I said, I don't know anything about anyone, about anything. I know a lot of things about everyone. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about anything, but I am a mom who's dealt with shame around my body and mountains of critique for myself for 10 years plus. More than that, that's only as long as I've been a mom for 20 years plus. I got so good at zeroing in on what in my body I couldn't stand and letting that negative motivation be the reason I would get up and work out and try to eat healthy. It's a horrible way to live and it doesn't need to be that way. So today I'm gonna share what you can physically do, but also what I've mentally been able to do that helps me come from such a wholeness when I look at my body 
and a positivity that still includes wanting the best for myself, wanting to eat healthy, wanting to work out, but doing it in a way that reflects love and respect for this amazing body that I have today and that you have today. And I'm going to get into all of this. It's so good. So do you ever feel like you're comparing your body today to your perfect past body? You know what I mean? Like we all have, okay, so if I said to you, what is your perfect past body? You're going to go back in your mind to a previous time in your life, probably, where you loved how you looked. Maybe not at the time, but now you look back at pictures when you were 25 and you're like, I thought I was fat. I looked so good. So for me, this is the summer of 2010. This was my ideal body summer. And anytime I wanted to find a fit picture of myself, I would always look for the Janie in 2010, that summer on the trip to Hawaii. Sometimes I would look at these pictures and that Janie would motivate me. I'd study photos of her as I'd get pumped to start a new eating plan. Other times I'd look at pictures and she would remind me of my failures, but I'd still gaze at her to see how beautiful she looked before the pregnancies and the no sleep and the stretch marks and all that stomach cellulite. The old Janie was so great, I would think to myself, but now I am not. So for so long, this old Janie represented my young self. In my mind, my most beautiful self, my, my thinnest self my goal. So I wrote a post about this a couple years back and I'll link it in the episode notes because I realized back then I was cleaning out my closet and it suddenly dawned on me that this old person, this old Janie that I've been trying so hard to get back to for nine years at that point, nine years had passed between the Hawaii trip summer and my life then as a stay-at-home mom to four kids under eight, all that my body had been through, all that had happened. I realized I had been lying to myself for those nine years because the old Janie isn't that great. As I was cleaning out my closet, I came across my white linen blazer. And it's one of my most favorite items of clothing ever. Now, again, this was a few years back. And when I look at pictures from my Hawaii 2010 summer, when I was my thinnest self before kids, I wore that white linen blazer everywhere. In fact, if you click the link in the episode notes uh, to this post, you'll see it. I'm wearing it in like every photo. It was always perfectly fit. I could throw it on with any outfit and feel tucked in and put together. And I wore that blazer a lot in my perfect body year. And even though it hadn't fit since 2013, I kept it. You doing the same? I kept it because the old me used to wear it. The old me that I hoped to be again someday. But as I cleaned out my closet and I took it off the hanger, I realized this jacket no longer had any power over me. It was simply a yellowing, wrinkled garment that no longer adds value to my life. The old Janie also no longer fits and she no longer adds value to my life. 
The old version of you may have been thinner at one time, but isn't she kind of irrelevant to your life right now? Haven't you grown and evolved and learned and failed and learned and failed again? Aren't you so much wiser, maybe even more whole than that old version of you who might have happened to weigh 10 or 20 fewer pounds than you do now or 50 fewer pounds than you do now? Why are you still aspiring to look like her? See, the cool thing that you can think about is the new you is actually pretty neat, pretty cool chick. You've been a few places. You've learned a lot. You have pain, but you've grown from it. You've gotten older, but you've gotten wiser. You've gotten smarter. You've failed, but you've learned. And you've grown more humble, maybe. What if you've gained a few pounds, but you can still love your body and thank it for all it's done? There's no more room for the old version of you. Can you let her go? I remember as I found that blazer, I literally, like it's coming back to me now. I, I cried. I realized how much power I'd allowed this piece of linen to have over my mind that I was trying and striving to be this old thin version of myself and why? Let it go. I let the blazer go. And so as we walk into this journey today of reconnecting with your best body, or as I'm going to share how I got into the best shape of my life, what does that really mean? So I turned 40 last October and, you know, I'm so basic. (laughs) The months leading up to a huge milestone birthday, what do you want to do? I want to have a rocking body as I walk into my 40s, right? Maybe you're walking into your 50s. I had something to prove, no doubt. In fact, it's funny, a few of my one-on-one clients who start working with me, they start off because they're on the cusp of a big birthday and they just want something different. It might be body, it might be relationships, it might be drinking, but they're feeling stuck and they wanna get unstuck. And if that's you and you're ready, head to my site. We We can do a free discovery call and I'm, I have waitlisted clients starting in August. We can get you on the schedule. But basically, so I wanted a rockin' body for my 40th. And not just that, listen, I'll be honest. I wanted to say at 40, I'm in the best shape of my life. I wanted to wear that crown, you know? But what happened was life, okay? So my birthday's October. I kind of procrastinated. Before I knew it, it was mid-August, and I hadn't come up with a plan yet. I'd also just stopped drinking like six months earlier. And if you guys are on that journey, you know, when you first start not drinking, dessert looks a whole lot more enticing than it used to. And a lot of times as we're sort of edging out alcohol in our lives, we are um, giving ourselves a little more permission with eating to counterbalance some of the void that's being filled. And it does even out, but I definitely did not lose weight in my first few months of not drinking. So I didn't have a plan yet. It was mid-August. And as the days ticked toward my birthday, I realized it was becoming less and less likely that I'd be back to the 2010 white blazer Hawaii trip Janie. So now what do I do? What I did was I decided to reframe my goal. And I really want to introduce this concept to you today. I wanted to be in the best shape of my life at 40. 
So what I decided to do was redefine in my mind what that really means. What does it really mean to be in the best shape of my life? Is it being a size four or six again and fitting into that white blazer, that boring, wrinkled, yellowing white blazer? Or is being in the best shape of my life being content in a size six, eight, which I am more naturally and deciding that my identity has nothing to do with that number or size? Is it being 145 pounds again, like I was in the summer of 2010? Or is my best body settling in at 155 pounds and feeling pretty damn good about how I look after four kids from the inside? Is it doing it all and being the queen of everything to everyone? Never saying no. Or is being in the best shape of my life actually taking off that crown and deciding that I don't need to chase friendships. I don't need to perform to be valuable. I don't need to drink because I'm doing so much for everything else that I'm not truly taking care of me. See, when I decided to let go of alcohol and sort of like break up with that best friend that I didn't think I could do life without, what it led to was letting go of patterns in my life that were causing me to drink, like needing to be the life of the party, being the fun friend, needing to be busy to feel relevant, needing to carry my husband's emotions in the context of our marriage, needing to chase friendships that weren't reciprocal. And then at the end of the day, it was all okay because I could smooth it over with my favorite drink or three or five. And if you want to learn more about why I decided to break up with alcohol, I don't know if it's permanent, but right now it's feeling pretty good. I think I'm like 14 months into my alcohol-free journey. I share more about all of that in episode two and three of the podcast if you're interested. But as my 40th birthday approached, I just kept asking myself, what if you're already living out what it means to be in the best shape of your life? And yeah, you can lose weight and I'll share about that here in a sec. But what if being in the best shape of your life meant seeing your body for all that it has done, not all that it's not? What if being in the best shape of your life meant your mindset was such that oversleeping and missing a workout was met with a grace-filled statement. My body needed rest. Great job listening to me. Instead of that other statement that maybe you've perfected over decades like I had, you missed your workout, you slept in, you're lazy and unmotivated. You'll never lose the weight. What if being in the best shape of your life meant learning to love that Girl that you see in the mirror every single day, not because she's perfect, but because she's flawed, but she's doing her best every single day. Isn't that what you teach your kids? It's not to be perfect at everything. If you are, I highly recommend changing that because it doesn't work. No one's perfect. Don't you just encourage your kids to do their best every single day? Why are you expecting more from you? So what would it look like? What would it look like? 
So yeah, we can talk about carbs and dairy and inches and metrics, and I will. I've got all that in my notes here just around the corner. But the most important metric in the context of your overall life of being joyful and purposeful is giving yourself permission to show up for you every single day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain what I mean by this, because I know that was a big statement, that the most important metric in the context of your overall life being joyful and purposeful is giving you permission to show up for you every single day. But if I had to sum up my pre-40th birthday life plan and how I did all that I did and lost all that weight, it's because I did just that. I woke up every single day deciding to show up for myself by working out. That was my gift to me. And I was just speaking to a client about this this morning in our one-on-one Zoom session. Looking at the things that you do and the patterns you want to start implementing in your own life to get you closer to the life that you truly desire, all those little practices and habits are simply tiny choices every day that you make to show up for you. And they become your sanctuary. You are giving yourself a gift by walking into the habits and patterns required to get to the life that you've told me or that you know in your soul that you want. Eating well, it's a gift to me. Speaking kindly to myself is a gift to me. It's my way of showing up for me. The crazy thing about this isn't just mumbo jumbo, Janie's talking mindset again. Being kind to you and showing up for you actually gets you to your goals faster. Aha, I have your attention now, don't I? Yeah. Let me explain this one. When we approach working out and taking a rest day as that, rather than I'm lazy and unmotivated, we are more motivated to get back to the workout tomorrow. When we look at the scale and see it's gone up a few pounds, instead of saying, I'm a fat pig, I hate my body, try on this one that I just told myself yesterday. Okay, I'm bloated. My midsection looks pretty big right now, but I ate bread the entire weekend and I know what to do. As a result of not demeaning myself and slaughtering my self-esteem, I was incredibly positively motivated to get back to eating well today. So it's all about mindset. It's all about believing we can. Mindset is motivating. I'm reading this book right now called Boys Adrift. It is such an amazing book. I highly recommend it. I'm going to be doing a podcast episode all about boys and men and our culture today. It is a must listen for anyone raising young men in our world today. I haven't recorded it yet, but I will. So it's called Boys Adrift, and in it, the author also talks about girls and women and how we think about our talents actually makes us become more successful at those talents. In other words, self-esteem matters. We manifest what we believe about ourselves. So in the book, it talks about studies done with girls and teens where their strengths are emphasized before they take a test. 
And the information is the same time and time again with girls and women. It's actually different for boys and men. But for girls and women, the studies show over and over again. If you believe you're smart, you'll actually be smarter. You'll learn better. You'll do better on tests than if you think you're dumb. The book actually says a girl who thinks she's good in math will test better than a girl of the same ability who thinks she's bad in math. So why wouldn't that be the same for you? If you think you're killing it at life, you will. If you think your body is gorgeous, it is. Because you're going to be making daily choices that back up that belief. And because you're coming from a place of confidence and self-esteem that enables you to keep getting back and keep making those choices every day that get you closer to how you ultimately see yourself in the context of your life. Are you tracking with me? I love this. What if believing you are capable actually furnishes the confidence you need to indeed get past the obstacles to becoming capable, right? Believing you are capable actually furnishes the confidence you need to get past the obstacles that make you become capable. I've seen this in my own life because what I've learned is I want to manifest what I already believe. When I feel confident in my body, I'm actually more likely to work out and eat well. When I see the progress I've made, and maybe not losing pounds, but noticing my face looks different or that article of clothing feels a little looser. When I see that progress, I'm listening to the compliments and the critiques, but you didn't lose a few pounds, the critiques get quieter because I'm, I'm tuning in to the truthful compliments that I can take out of what I'm seeing in my body. And I'm tuning out the unproductive critiques. And in doing so, I'm building the confidence that it will take to keep going, not only on this self-love journey, but on the journey of making decisions that will indeed help me lose weight. So it all fits together. So when I see my body in the morning and I think, damn, you have done exactly what I've asked of you. You've carried and nursed four kids. You've carried them. You've pushed strollers. You've hauled groceries. I look at my body and think, every time I've asked something of you, you've done it. Thank you. And even though you're a little fluffy right now, body, it's okay. You've always done what I've asked you to do, and I know we'll get there. What if you and your body became allies again? Maybe it's been a long time since your body was on your side, or maybe more accurately, since you were on your body's side. What if you and your body were a team again, maybe like you were when you were a little girl? What would happen right now if you just stopped and thanked your body for all it's done? I know you're great at critiquing your body, and this comes from a place of I've done that too for a long time. I know what you do. In the dark corners of your mind that no one can see or hear, when you tell yourself 
I'm lazy. My body is fat. I'm pudgy. I'm looking old. Things are sagging. You're an expert at pinpointing exactly what your body hasn't done. She's tired. She's slow. Her eyes aren't working so well anymore. Oh my gosh, I can't see a thing anymore, you guys. I've got to get glasses. Those are all real things, but what would happen if you just said, thank you? Put your hand over your heart right now. Put your hand over your heart and say thank you to this beautiful body that has done everything you've ever asked it to do. Make peace. Get on the same team. And let's walk into what's next. Okay, so here we are. I told you the mindset stuff. And again, you will naturally manifest what you believe about your body. So why not believe the good? Right? Okay, so I know you've just been sitting through this and you really want to know all the, you want the steps. You want the steps. I know you guys, you love the steps here on the podcast. How did I get into the best shape of my life at 40? And what I'm going to share with you is, again, encapsulated in the Your Best Body Challenge in vivid detail. So if you're interested in jumping into that six-week program, first of all, it's a perfect time. That's why I wanted to do this episode right now. Hello, we're just about to head into summer. Six weeks, all of that information is up on shejustglows.com, and I'll, I'll throw it in the episode notes too. And when I say people lose weight, I'm telling you, most people of my 21 ladies in that first week, most of them lost three to seven pounds. Ashley lost 16 pounds in six weeks. And I feel weird saying that like I'm on an infomercial, but it's true. Ashley's a friend of mine and she dropped 16 pounds. Katie said, this plan offers flexibility, no shame for falling off the wagon. Oh, I forgot to mention something I love about this program and I got so much great feedback from my women in it. I give you two savor it meals per week. So yes, we are staying on this really dialed in meal program, but twice a week, you can have a meal that is whatever you want. You can drink, you can have a burrito. I would do chips and guac. What else would I do? I would do pizza. So that's part of the program. Every week, two savor it meals is what I called them. I liked it better than cheat. So reach out to me if you're interested. You get email access to me throughout the program. You're not going to be left high and dry and not one Zoom session, but two if you mention this podcast episode. Okay, so we've covered mindset and now da 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 the seven-pronged plan I've followed to get into the best shape of my life at 40. Again, I'm not an expert. I don't know anything, but I'm going to share with you right now what worked for me. Number one, starting out with the toughest thing, eating. For 10 weeks leading up to my 40th, I ate only lean proteins and veggies. No dairy, no grains, no bread, basically nothing white or with added sugar. I also normally don't pay attention to carbs, but I went super low carb. I didn't even have fruit. I guess a lot of fruits have, you know, tons of carbs, but berries are low carb. So... I just ate berries and it worked. 
I also, so I was intense and my trainer has a great um, way of looking at hitting your body goals. Two ways to do it, guys. First one, rip off the Band-Aid. It's going to be more painful. It's going to require more dedication. It's going to require more sacrifice. It's going to hurt more, but it'll be over faster. And that's how my trainer, Laura, and myself love to do this. Just get it over with, right? The other way is to do it a little more moderately and it's going to take longer. So I decided I have 10 weeks. I want to make a big change in my body. I didn't expect to lose much weight, but I did lose 11 pounds. I was shocked. And I really just wanted my body to feel good, feel tight, tight and right, right? Okay, you're like rolling your eyes, right? Okay, so I went super low carb, only berries for fruits, and I did literally in that 10 weeks, this was crazy, I literally did like two cheat meals that whole time. And here was the thing, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted a challenge, and I it was a challenge, it was a challenge. Again, the Your Best Body Challenge has two savor it meals a week. So the food part was the biggest thing, okay? Number two, no alcohol. Well, that was kind of easy because I was already like six months into my not drinking program. Um, and what I love about not drinking for me, and I'm not speaking to you, I will never tell you alcohol is wrong or that you're bad if you drink. That is not what I'm here to do. But I'm gonna share my story, which, which has the headline of my life's a lot better without drinking. And I've come to a place where I've been able to divorce drinking from my mom life and my culture that I surround myself with. So no alcohol. Now, if that's too hard for you, I get that 100%. I thought about not drinking for seven years before I was actually successful at not drinking for a long period of time. No shame on that. You've got those two savor it meals a week. Utilize them. Number three, I worked out five times a week. For me, this was two days a week with a trainer, kind of like high intensity interval training and two days a week running and one day a week playing tennis. I talk about this in the Your Best Body Challenge emails at length. I have a strong, strong conviction in working out should be fun. Exercise should never feel like a chore. It should be something you look forward to. And there are way too many ways to move your body out there to not have working out be something that you love. So I encourage clients, if they're on this journey, to be very aggressive at Trying new workouts, trying new sports, trying new ways of moving their body that are fun. Some of the ways that I've um, found that I enjoy, I love tennis. I kind of forgot how much I love tennis. Um, rollerblading, running, playing soccer in the backyard with my kids. I have a sprinting workout that I do when all my kids are home playing outside. You basically sprint three houses and walk back over and over. It is such a good fat burning workout. Anyway, this is all at length in the emails that I send every day in the Your Best Body Challenge. Number four, the fourth way that I sort of jumped into gear to get into the best shape of my life before my 40th birthday. This one was pretty hard too. I stopped eating four hours before bed. That's a long time, guys. That's a long time before bed. Again, I wanted to be kind of extreme. This is what I did. If you're gonna try something, check with your doctor, all the fine print, you know. But that's what I did. I stopped eating four hours before bed. So it was probably like four, four in the afternoon. Had my last meal of the day. Um, a great middle ground is two hours before bed. Helps you sleep better too. The fifth thing that I did before my 40th, and this is kind of embarrassing, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it all. 
Okay, so I did this like fat freezing thing. Have you guys heard of these? Like cool sculpting is one of the names of it. It wasn't cool sculpting, but it was something like it. It was like a green light laser therapy. It was about 3,000 bucks. I went in twice a week, maybe for like six weeks. And I'd lay there and they'd like run this laser over my midsection because that was the section I was trying to hit. Did it work? Well, the before and after pictures are crazy. Yes, you can see a lot of change in the before and after pictures, but I was also doing all this other stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if that helped push some of my results over the edge or if it was just something else I was doing, but really the eating and the drinking water, which I'll get to in a second, was really what made the biggest difference. So the doctor recommended to maximize the results of this like fat burning laser thing that I did. He told me to wear a waist trainer two hours a day. Oh my gosh, have you guys seen these things? So number six, I did it. I tried my best and I, I hated it. Listen, I hate wearing Spanx. I don't, I don't do that. Like I'm just like, I'm gonna let my fat breathe, like take it or leave it. I don't, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna like do a waist trainer, but I, I did it, I did it. I ordered it on, I ordered it on Amazon. It was like 20 bucks. And honestly, it really does change the shape of your waist, but like it's, it's temporary. It's just, I don't know what it does, but he said that would help maximize the results. So I tried it and I feel like it worked, okay? Now, have I, have I touched it since? No, actually I did wear it one time because you can really cinch it in. So I wore it for our um, family Christmas pictures under my dress for like 10 minutes. I will probably never wear that again, but Listen, I do think that it made a difference. So I had to include it, it's embarrassing. It's like so basic that I did that, whatever, I'm owning it. Okay, and my seventh thing that I did was really focused on drinking water. I would drink half my body weight in ounces every day. So if you're 150 pounds, drink 75 ounces of water a day. It's like, what would that be? I don't know, two or three huge Yetis. And then I would do probably an extra one to account for all the ice in the Yeti. The water that you consume during your workout doesn't count toward that total. So that's just how I would calculate it. So that's what I did. At the end of it, I wasn't really trying to lose pounds, but I lost 11 pounds. I couldn't believe that. It was probably a lot of inflammation from just like, you know, not eating super clean before. Um, four inches in my waist, which was wild, and uh, tons of other inches in the other parts of my body. So the other thing that I learned though, guys, it was a good exercise because I learned something in these 10 weeks before my 40th. I don't want to live like that. It was cool for a time. It was a good challenge. I certainly saw results. And that's why I'm sharing with you what I did. But I do not want to do that every day. Or even every year. So what I learned was, yes, it works. But what kind of life do I really want? What do I want my life to look like? And that's the thing about your best body and the challenge that you can sign up for now if you decide that that's right for your life right now. Answering what is your best body and more importantly, what is your best life? And so we start the program by asking the question, what, what, what do you really want? Do you want this to be a crazy all out thing? Because I can give you that. But the program includes adaptations for, listen, if this is a busy time and you just wanna like change a little bit, you're gonna do like three to four workouts a week. Don't worry about the five. Eat, eat like two hours before bed. You don't, need to, you don't need to stop eating four hours before bed. So that's one of the first things we do. This program isn't as crazy as what I did, but it can be. Um, but chances are you're gonna want something a little bit more moderate. So what is your best life? 
what is your best body? My best life isn't not eating carbs and wearing a waist trainer every day. It was a cool experience, you know, made some memories, lost some weight, but like, that's not my best life. That's not what I truly want. What's your best life? Is it all about losing weight and inches? Or is it about losing shame and self-critique? Is it about fitting into that old garment? Or is it about walking into your new life just as it is today and finding joy in every inch? See, that's the thing I realized. Getting into the best shape of my life isn't about following a meal plan or working out five times a week. Being in the best shape of my life is making daily choices that help me live in alignment with my most joyful self. Loving myself despite my shortcomings. Accepting myself despite those extra inches. Allowing myself rest rather than performing. And believing that the value that I have to offer the world has literally nothing to do with what I look like or how much I weigh. I am seeking a life that is marked by joy and contentment instead of striving and chasing. What about you? I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and... Well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.